Hey everybody, this is your host, Michael Hargis with BetterClimbingBeta.com. Well, we've been gone for a while, and guess what, suckers? We're back. This episode, Tyler and I talk about a couple things. First thing we talk about is kind of the things that bother us the most at the crag, um, things that maybe we should all be a little bit more considerative of. Second thing we talk about is what does rock climbing mean to us? We both have kind of different definitions, but we come to the realization that you should listen to the entire episode to find out. Now, this episode couldn't be possible if it wasn't for, nah, that's bullshit. This episode would have happened anyway, but we really appreciate our sponsors. First is Vanderwall Climbing. These guys are doing great stuff out in San Mateo, California. If you need your shoes resold, if you need a hangboard, if you need some handmade goods to hold your chalk, you need to give these guys some love. Um, we can't say anything better about them. They're great guys. Our second sponsor is Taft's Ale House out of Cincinnati, Ohio. This is a brewery that's been around for the long haul and makes some damn good craft beer. So the next time you find yourself driving through Cincinnati and you need to get a good pint, you need to stop at Taft's Ale House and uh, pick up the Gavel Banger. That is their flagship IPA and personally my favorite. But they got some new beers coming out soon, so just keep your eyes peeled. But without later ado, here's the episode. everybody it's your boys we back yep we were kind of on a hiatus yeah life gets in the way yeah um when the conditions are good it's hard to record a podcast i guess well the conditions honestly i've been doing so much because i've I've told you this but but our wide listener base doesn't know this but the uh, millions upon millions but your boy is gonna be a daddy so I've been squeezing a bunch of stuff in because I got a little baby coming on the way Dang. in August. Does so. Jess know that she's pregnant? Not yet. Oh. So don't tell her, guys, if she's listening. But So, yeah, I've been busy. You've been busy. I've been getting out. I've been climbing a lot now. I've been actually I – got, I got three outdoor trips under my belt this season. Dang. It's, that's so like, that baby lit a fire under your it ass. It did. I'm like, I got to get my shit together. got to get my shit together. <laughs> so – but anyways, so, we're back now. Yeah, we're back. And since you've been outside, well, so you, what, what have you been trying to do outside? Are you like projecting or are you just going out having fun? What I you don't usually, it's funny, there's only one route that I like want to keep working and it's really? the Tesseract at yeah, that's the a portal. Good route. It's fun. It's just a fun route. Um, you never feel scary. It's like hard, but good holes you know yeah. it's a good route but it's a typical red river yeah yeah, yeah but i don't typically project i don't love getting on stuff repeatedly if i finish it i finish it if yeah. i want to go back i'll do it again but um no i went out uh my first trip just it was just absolute garbage weather as a according uh, the jeremy would tell us the sendex was, was just yeah don't even go yeah but you're I was, an idiot if you get in your car and you drive right and i did i was an idiot um, and it was fun. I wasn't talking that day. That was an interesting experiment. I was on vocal. You rest. couldn't say take. <laughs> You're just whipping. To, so, <laughs> so I'm with my buddy David, and he's like, "Can you whistle?" I'm like, you know, Can yeah. You so he goes one whistle for take, two whistles for fall. Okay. <laughs> You know how hard it is to whistle when you're like, fuck, 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 take the rope, take the rope. <laughs> so I ended up just hissing, like that, like wow. one for take, two for Holy fall. Holy shit, dude! It's really hard to climb when you can't talk. Um, but no, that was just to like get my bearings up and yeah. just like, oh, that's why I should climb outside more often. Um, do you feel like, as someone who hasn't climbed outside in a while, do you feel like, wow, there's this big learning curve for you to go outside? Even though you, since you've been climbing for yeah. a long time, right. you obviously know the techniques and all that stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
do so, you feel like you always have to kind of re rebuild in the uh in the music world they talk about getting your chops up like okay it's like technique you might know it but if you don't like i don't play my bass for a while i have to kind of practice it up again before mm. i sound yeah. good i think climbing outside is the same way like i know in my head all the things but there's you know i'm gripping too hard i've forgotten how to read the rock as well because i'm used to big plastic holds in my face so it's that kind of thing and uh at the red especially since i have so little experience with really steep climbing i have to relearn you know get your hips into the wall and stop pulling yeah. all that kind of stuff so i definitely say yeah there's like you you go through it again and relearn or i guess like reacquaint yourself with um like anything i mean if you learn to speak a language and then never use it you got to like wait what was that word again so mm -hmm. yeah definitely there is which is what most of these trips so far have been is no expectations like just touch a lot of rock and I think that's really See important. See where you go. No expectations. And we went out, what was it, last weekend? We hit up Muir Valley with your boys. Yeah, that was sick. It was great. That was a good freaking weekend, great. actually. It yeah, was great. You, did you stay the second day in climb? Yeah, we stayed the second day. And, so uh, this is funny. So for everybody listening, I got two like childhood friends that I've known since fourth grade um, that one of them I actually started rock climbing with when we went to college. And, you know, we only climbed together for like a year and then I came home and it just didn't work out. Um, like I didn't, didn't get back into rock climbing until like much later. And it's just been really cool to re-initiate that, that friendship through rock climbing and then to get our other buddy into yeah, it. Who's like got, new -new. he's got no experience rock climbing and just like taking him outside, showing him, showing them the best, best you know, cliffs with the best beginner routes and moderates and yeah. just really being able to like mentor somebody. Um, and it's funny that you bring that up because I was thinking this the other day, like, so I'm trying my best to like teach these guys like the do's and the don'ts and, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm begging them, listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. And I'm like, no, just drive our listens up. <laughs> just listen, might, yeah. Maybe if you learn something. But. Yeah. But so, I've been trying to tell them like, Hey, you see what these guys are doing over there? Like, that's probably not the best reason, not the best thing. Or I'll see some people who are doing like an awesome job. If it's technique, if it's like mm -hmm. Blaine, if it's whatever. And I'm like, Hey, you guys should look at this person. They're doing a great job. But since you've kind of just gotten back into outdoor climbing, is there like anything that you see at the crag that just pisses you off? <laughs> oh yeah. Where do I, where do I start? Um, so like shit you shouldn't shit do at the climbers, crag. Yeah, shit you shouldn't do, but they but climbers do anyways. Um, well, we did our ethics podcast, and we we brought up a little bit of stuff about. I can go ahead and just say like blanket, like acting like you're the only person there always sucks. Oh, right. I yeah. mean, the guys that show up with their like, hey, is it cool if we play our music? And you're like. No, but then it's like. Well, I do, it depends on how cool it is. Yeah, what's the music? It, yeah, it's, it's like okay, never mind. Like <laughs> they're over here, like drop. Well, so you you would say no to music, period. What if it's your music? What are you like? Hey, you guys ever heard of Saint Mary Saint Michael? Like um, this guy's I, fucking dope. Dope. I'd be like, okay, let me listen. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> where'd you Where'd you hear that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd say ask, like, because there have been times when people are there and it's like, oh, it's fine, you know, we're chill or whatever, having a good day, and you ask, so I don't care. But, yeah, I think it's just, you know, that stuff, the, just, and I know this is, I'm, I'm a loud person, so I fully appreciate that, like, other people are like, dude, can you be quiet? But, you know, just like rowdy behavior, just in general, anything yeah. that works is fucking annoying. Like, don't, you're not the only person there. Um, but for me, like personally, like the things that I would like, that would just set my trigger warnings. Right. Uh, so I'm a say all my thing at, at rock quest is all safety. Sure. Yeah. So when I see like intentionally a intentionally dumb things, like you just don't care. Yeah. You back clip. I've, I've had people like, Hey, you back clip. Can you fix it? And like, it's fine. I'm, I'm almost at my next bolt. And I'm like, what? Okay, well, yeah. I'm leaving now. I don't want to be. You around. know what's funny? I've never fallen backclipped. Like, don't get me wrong, I've backclipped before. Sure. I can't remember the last time I did it, but like, I'm kind of curious to know if I will really unclip myself. So I've seen it. Un like, I've seen someone fall and unclip. Because that's like as about as close as you can get as a sport climber to like 
ripping gear out the wall mm-hmm. like if you were tried yeah on. and I, I mean i've seen it happen so i'm like scared of it because really? i mean i've just never like i've else. never seen that happen. really i've never seen anybody ever because i don't know i just never seen anybody ever usually if you're back clipping you weren't gonna make another move anyway right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and that's, that's i see fair. a lot of people z clip you see more Z clips. I back? see more Z. I was just last weekend. I saw somebody Z clip. Damn. And were, well, that's the best. But this is interesting. So the first they they back clipped one draw, and then they Z clipped <laughs> the next one. So it was like, but the bolts were so close together. Like sure, I'm less than an arm's length away. Was like it that's a, how close. Like one of the Permajod Red River spots, or no? It was, I mean, it was at the red. Right, but I it mean, was like on an easier yeah, a route that red, was super protected. Yeah, a lot of the red. That's what um, I, I told someone this in a class the other day. They're like, "Is Z clipping really that big? I mean, maybe inside, but is it big a deal outside?" I'm like, "You can't move." There's areas <laughs> at the red where like the bolts are three feet apart. Like, yeah, I mean, and if you're halfway between them, you can Z clip. But yeah, that's an easy like you just don't keep climbing because. You but can't. I kind of want to take like a backflip whip. You should not do that. What if I do it like? Yeah, I can totally do that. Somewhere safe, like on a on in the madness cave or something like, like that. Like seven bolts up, so when that I'll fails. go climb last rights and I'll z I'll back clip one of the bolts and whip. I'm not gonna be there with you. I'm not belaying you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but no, I think uh, the the things that just again, the, um, I I just hate seeing stupidity. It there's so much information out there now. That, in my opinion, there's really no excuse for just, like, we don't fucking know what we're doing. We're going to do it anyways. So, for me... So, you're saying, like, people who are blatantly just... Just being dumb. Like, what about stick clipping? Like, when people don't stick clip, does that bother you? I mean, I don't love it, but that's not, like, an... Uh, uh, I don't I don't find that to be, like, a moral or ethical part of climbing. I think it's dumb not... I don't see why you wouldn't stick clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no reason not to, but... I mean, I don't care. I guess like, it really depends on where you're climbing at. It depends where you're climbing. And honestly, like, if if I'm belaying someone, I'm just going to go ahead and stick clip it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. Just, but if they're like, I don't want it to stick clip, I'd be like, okay, you're being stupid. But fine, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. if you fall, you fall. Um, no, I think more than anything, it it's it's ignorant, ignorant climbers, I guess. Whether, I mean, I'm sure you get people that just don't know cl- the local ethics they don't bother to look it up or find yeah. out. Um, did I tell you where? Um, did I tell you about a time when I went to Rocktoberfest? We took my buddies to Camelot. Yeah. And wherever, and this these guys were setting top rope up on the provided anchors, mm-hmm. like the the provided on the, stainless on the steel carabiners? carabiners. Oh wow! Just kind of shitty. There's wait, time out. Pass the. Pass so I came at Camelot. Mm-hmm. The the crag that has it's a newer crag. It's got all five eights, five nines. Yeah, real easy climbing. They put permanent like mussy Anchors. hooks. Uh, no, they're just like stainless steel locking, uh, stainless steel carabiners at but. the top of those routes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it's so they're top roping through the through the gear through the, the fixed gear, gear, which is like don't do that. Mm. Right, you never top rope through the fixed gear. Yeah. Um, but I was giving them the benefit of the doubt because they're new, and I'm not just gonna be like, hey guys. I know things. Listen to me. I was yeah. just like, okay, that's annoying, but fine. And then um, the only reason it was interesting. That's weird because I would never top rope through the fixed carabiners, but I I would totally top rope through glue ends. Yeah, definitely. That's a great <laughs> idea. I'm just kidding. Um, but what's funny is, so this guy was then asking me about cleaning which other side story, he really didn't know how to do it. And he tried to do it anyways. And I had to pull him off the wall to get like, stop doing the, He, he unclipped his, one of his carabiners. So he's now in one quick jaw and he hadn't gone in direct yet. Oh shit. So, right. Like doesn't know what he's doing. It's a little sketchy. Right. And so I said, stop, let's lower down, clip back in, lower down. But anyways, he was asking me about it and I'm like, yeah, t- uh, you want to lower here. And the guy who was setting top rope on these fixed bolts interrupted and said actually you need to repel wow actually right and i was like (laughs) no you lower here and he goes the coalition wants people to repel because it saves the gear Hmm. and i said 
it's interesting because most of the coalition, the board climbs at the gym that I work at. Ooh, dang, you dropped that on them. And I was like, so I know, I just had them on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Like, I know these guys. Yeah. And they tell you to lower. And if saving a gear is what you like care about, then why are yeah. you top roping on the provided chains? And he's like, well, I, I, I was like, listen, man, you can repel it. I don't care. Yeah. But don't talk to me about like what, if you don't know. And so, like, I got set off Well, for a I second. think the difference was the guy thought he did know. Right, he thought he knew, but, again, if he did think he knew, then why was he— In 10 years, he'll be right. We'll right. change it all. It'll change it again. But, <laughs> you know, but when again— When there's too many people climbing and we don't have enough steel carabiners right. for people to, like, lower on, then they're going to be like, Just go back right, to repel. Start, easy, yeah, right? start repelling. <laughs> but, yeah, so that just kind of set me off because, A, well, he thought he knew, but he was, like, interrupting me, and— he, if he did really know if he was right, then he was still wrong because if saving gear is what he cared about, why is he topping on the fixed gear? So anyways, you know, it, it's that. I think there's just too many people now. It's too easy to take a class from a professional. It's too easy to go to the, like, all the gear brands have their own safety videos at this point, right? Like, yeah. Petzl has videos. This is how we want you to use our it's gear. It's so fascinating because stupidity or... Lack of information doesn't bother me, like in the in the least. So what what gets you going? What is like your I'm gonna say something because you typically really let, for me. So I have a difficult. I have a. <laughs> I probably won't. Aren't, I probably will not say anything to you, mostly because I'm the one who's contributing. <laughs> yeah, same, I'm the one who's like same doing. Story. Like you said, I'm loud. I'll scream fuck at the top of my lungs. I'll throw my shoes in the woods. I'll whatever. I'm just not. Sometimes it's so funny because I live this lifestyle where I'm like, oh, rock climbing, I don't really care. I don't care about sand. And then I fall and I'm like, like fuck. fuck. <laughs> you know, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm pissed. But I think, you know, 99% of the time, I'm, I'm a pretty laid back guy. Sure. There's just a little bit of rage that comes out of me. I blame it on the nine to five. Yeah. You know, I get you. I feel the like whole that. career thing really gets you tense when you get to the crack. But I digress. Really, the things that kind of, I don't want to say they bother me, they just kind of, perplex me one of them is um a the music thing it's like it's a couple things right so like one nobody wants to listen to your fucking stupid music that you think is rad right, right? no matter what it is like i don't even care if it's you know led zeppelin you know something right. that like everybody can arguably be like this is pretty good music it's pretty good yeah they don't want to listen to it second is especially at the red river gorge that place is a damn amphitheater man <sighs> like i've been I've been in crags where I can literally hear other people's music from across the valley. Yeah. Because it just ricochets. It's just right there in your face. And the problem with the gorge is like people live above the cliff. Mm -hmm. So even though it is climber owned for the most part, there's people in that community that live there who mm -hmm. have to hear this and then it puts a negative light on the people who regularly climb there. Right. So you know, that kind of hurts access when it comes to purchasing new land because they sit there and they think, well, you know, these guys want to listen to Rick Ross all the time. I hate Rick Ross. I don't know. Who hates Rick Ross? <laughs> I don't know. But that's something that, like, it doesn't bother me necessarily because I've we've all done it. We've sure. all put a song on. We've all whatever. But now I'm, I don't want to say more mature, but I'm, a, I'm more You're aware. considerate yeah. of my surroundings. And that's really all it comes down to. So the idea of being upset over... Lack of information, stupidity, doing things out of ignorance. Like, that doesn't bother me. One thing that still perplexes me is that people still smoke cigarettes and climb. Yeah, it's weird. I don't I don't it. know. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't care what you do in your free time. You can smoke crack. It probably makes you climb harder. Yeah, um, about it. But, like, I can't believe. I had this conversation the other day with somebody. where like, we were driving, and somebody was smoking a cigarette. And our buddy just, like, looked over. He's like... Holy shit, people still do this? <laughs> like, I didn't know people still smoked cigarettes and then would go rock climbing. And then go rock climbing. But then I'm there with like a six pack of beer. Right. Like double IPA, getting wasted, you know. Like so double fisting cliff so, bars and shit. <laughs> like, yeah. But, you know, that's like the, it's just funny. We're all, I'm, I'm just as judgmental, but as much of. How do you feel about wrong. large groups at the crag? So that's a struggle, right? So. You and I were at the cliff the other day, and I took my two buddies, right. and it was your wife and my wife, and we were like a party of six. And, and that's a that's moderately a, big crowd dude, that's, for That's a pretty cliff. big to me. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's a lot of people. I think the whole party of 
six or more or whatever you're working with, you just have to be you have to be more considerate than than if you were rolling solo, right? So is there like, a number you would first of all? Is there a number you would say like, no, don't bring that many people? Man, I don't know. I would say, gosh, <laughs> depends. Here's a funny story. So I was climbing the other weekend with uh, Jeremy, who's on, on the podcast. Yeah, Mr. man. Mr. Chief Meteorologist Rancic. And then a uh, good friend of mine, Jonathan Bruns. We went to, <laughs> so John is like, he's one of those guys who's got to get a million points yeah. on, on Red River climbing. He's a he's a tick lister. He's like, yeah, he's been climbing for too long. He's never going to catch up with Blake. He's never going to catch up with Ray. <laughs> he's never going to get in the top 10. But like he still goes out there and climbs the chossiest, shittiest routes. Just in the world. to get the points. Exactly. So we were gonna go climb at Chica Bonita. Yeah. Get a bunch of points and then like roll over to like um throwback, which is a older cliff. Mm-hmm. It's actually not on Red River climbing, so we can't get our points, which is kind of a we didn't realize until later. But because I also get points. I'm I'm just as bad as John is, but not nearly as as aggressive. I'm not climbing that route. It's yeah. too easy to get points for. Yeah, it, so. I don't get points on this. So, but regardless, we go to Chicbanita and there's a college there. It's like Kent State's summer or spring break. So there's fucking there's, 30 people. There's literally 35 people there. Like, there was absolutely nothing there to climb. So, yes, don't take 35 people to the cliff. If you're going to take six people or if there's like a six-person line and it's your whole crew and one stranger wants to climb the route... Let the stranger climb the route. Oh yeah, I mean like, yeah. Work them I, in. I, I'd say be aware that you're uh, you're taxing the environment and the other people that just by having that many people there. I mean, we were at Great Wall, and it's like you're having to step over climbing packs, and and it's not that people were being like th- that's just you got to put your gear somewhere. And so yeah, I'd say definitely be aware. Um, and not like that group that was they were pretty nice about it, and they yeah. were you know pretty open and. But yeah, if you've got like, I'm going to run this up and well, my six people are going to run it so on top rope. So what happens is you have like one person there who's like Blaine, the other guy's climbing. You walk over to the cliff, there's like 30 people there. Yeah. And you're like, hey, is there anybody next on, you know, Bitter Ray Sunshine? And they're like, uh, well, yeah, I think Karen's going to do it. Uh, And then Joe, jo- hey, Joe, are you going to do it? Yeah, Joey's going to do it. And then um, I think uh, Leon's going to do it. Leon, are you? D- and then they go down there like assembly line of people, and it's just ridiculous. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it quick. If I fall, I'll come down. Like you're like trying to plead with these people. Like, just let <laughs> me get on. I'm trying round. to warm up. I'm, I'm trying, trying to get points. Cool. Like, like just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got shit to do. And, yeah, the uh, college group. I I never. And you always, you know, even without like them needing their t-shirts or anything, like this is a fucking college. But group. dude, in all seriousness. I was I was in that group at one point in my life. Right. So I got, you know, I, dude, respect to the the damn Gumby that agreed to take all those kids out. <laughs> well, right. I, I mean, it's it's hard because just to get a free trip to the red. That's you insane. want you you want to like that's how people get into this sport, and it's a great way to do it. And some of us were that person at first. And so it's like, I don't want to say like, don't enjoy this. And I don't want to like ruin it. Cause I show up and I'm a dick because you guys have 40 people here. Well, so the thing is like, you're entitled. Right. So what happens with rock climbing is you've done it long enough that you're, you're either your skill level, like physically your skill level is higher mm-hmm. than average or I don't know, new people. And then your, your mental capacity for the sport is, is greater there. Sure. Therefore, you just feel like you're entitled to, you don't even have to be, it's the same thought process as like a local. Like, oh, I'm a local. Right, I'm like, the local. I don't whatever. want, you know, you're, yeah, you're doing it wrong. You, up yeah, you out of town or people, whatever. So I think that's really what it comes down to. It's like your, your aggro or aggression towards parties of lower skill level coming into your, right. your domain, quote unquote. Um, can be frustrating, and I've actually pointed out, and too, that's why you get mad at stupid people. Yeah, I, you're right. I, you I, you're I take for granted. <laughs> I take for granted that, like, hey, I did my dues. I learned how to do all this shit. You're not even trying or whatever. Um, and so you're right. It, you got to be careful and like balance out. You know, I also I equally hate the people that go and 
like we're cutting in line because you've got too many fucking people here and I'm going to maybe and it's like I've never seen anybody do that. You've never seen that? No. I Maybe people don't, just don't do that to me. <laughs> well, you're usually the dick, so they're like Yeah, usually I'm the <laughs> asshole. I did have one. I remember one time we were climbing at the gallery and um we were all sessioning like this route or whatever and it's like a really popular route. It's a uh, mosaic at the gallery. This is when Jimmy Hockter had hung the draws and the so girl. So we didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't know this, right? So this was was this your bachelor party weekend? I don't know. I can't remember. I think or like wedding day. We or like something. It was something like that. Like it was all your boys there having yeah. a good time climbing. Okay. Yeah. So like right, we this show up to awesome. this cliff. It's a five star climb. There's draws already on it. They look like old draws. Like they look like those old like first generation posi wires. Yeah, like old like first generation uh black diamond posi wires. Yeah. So we're sitting there, we're climbing, nobody's there. So we're going deep. We're like four people deep on this line. And um I think somebody sent, somebody didn't send. So like now we're like we're like progen this thing. Sure. So out of the woodward, this girl shows up <laughs> and she's like Hey, what's the line on on mosaic? And uh, my one buddy Kurt, who's like, he's hilarious. I think it's Kurt. I could be wrong. Sorry, Kurt. But he no, like looks this, at her yeah, and he's I like, uh, I think like so and so is gonna do it, and then so and so is gonna do it. But you're more than welcome to walk, like, like jump, jump in. in. And she's like, well, like, you guys shouldn't be climbing on someone's draws if you don't know who they are. We're like, wait, what? She goes, those are my friends' draws. And like you can't lay claim to a route to on if someone else's draws are on it, which I argue that first off. So what she's saying is like if they're not your draws, you can't climb. You can't lay claim to the order of climbers right. who are going to ascend that line. I say bullshit. If you leave your gear there, right. it's officially abandoned gear. And right? we could have just, just taken it off and we could have just ourselves. taken it off if we wanted to and switched our gear out, or we could consider it fixed gear and leave it there and yeah. climb on it. So, and the again, only to time, reiterate, like no one was there when we showed up. Like, yeah, exactly. So no it's not like, there. oh wow, someone's totally gonna, someone totally just hung the right. draws. It'd be on this different route. if like someone hung the draws and is hanging out and lets us climb. Yeah. But yeah, like we show up, no one's there. The gear's already here. We we'll might as well use it. So, anyways. Yeah. So like, this chick's livid because she feels entitled to cut in front of all of us because her friend's gear is on the wall and, and kurt offered to let her by yeah, the way like, like we were like go ahead like sure we're gonna yeah. be here so i'm climb. sure yeah and we instead were, of being like thank you then swim fuck you guys yeah she literally was like fuck you guys i'm leaving you guys have fun hope you fucking fall you losers and, and then um, we find out later it's our buddy Jimmy. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. I set them up there for everyone to climb. Like, yeah. uh, I buddy, don't even know who that girl is. <laughs> yeah, it was our buddy who was projecting the route who like left him up there. <laughs> so, so it was just kind of comical. So, you know, that's one thing, right, that I never really thought about talking to, talking about on the podcast was I look at it like this. If you have gear, if there's already draws on the wall, if unless the person who hung the gear is there, and once their gear back, right, they are not allowed to cut in line. Oh yeah, you can't leave and come back. Like, oh, I'm coming. No. It, so it, there was another instance. I was climbing in um, at Funk Rock. I was trying to climb Orange Juice. I've still never been able to get on this climb. It's it's it gets gang banged yeah. every, every day. At, <laughs> at least every time I go there, it gets gang banged. So I'm sitting there. My buddy really wants to flash it. Um, totally killed. Right. So. I'm like, hey, you try and flash it, and then I'll go after you. So he, there is like a party of 10 just sitting at the base of the cliff. And there's not like a lot of room at the base of this climb. Right. And, um, you know, my one buddy finds out that he's ace in line. So he's like, hey, I'm just going to sit here, and, you know, when I'm when it's my time to come, climb, I'll yell at you, and you can just blame me. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go climbing on the other side of the cliff with my friends or whatever. My buddy walks over. He's like, hey, I'm next up. Can you come blame me after this guy comes down? I'm like, yeah. So we sit there. I blame. And um, I go ahead and I ask everybody at the cliff after he goes. I'm like, hey, can I go next? And everyone you know, who's sitting there at the base is like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're welcome. Go for it. As I'm tying in, somebody else, I don't want to. I'm, this is going to sound bad. It's another girl. I don't know why. They, so far, all my examples are women. But a girl walks over, and she's like, like, what the hell are you doing? I'm 
it's my turn to climb. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, I'm going to climb. I was, I was next in line. I'm like, and I kind of looked at the party that was with us, like, for help. I'm like, hey, you go. <laughs> did somebody set me up? Like, what's going on? And no one was, no, everyone was kind of like, we don't know who this chick yeah, is. So, yeah. And um, finally, I was like, okay, well, where's your belayer at? She goes, my boyfriend's on, on a route right now, but he's going to be done in, like, a couple minutes. Like, I'm next. This is my impression of her. Sounds really <laughs> it real. Sounds it good, sounds, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I kind of just like look at her and I'm like, holy shit, this is a, like this person's, this is literally how this person handles, handles their real life. world. Yeah. yeah. Like they just yell at people until they get their way. And my buddy was kind of looking at me like, what are you going to do next? And I was like, this chick just, no, this chick killed my psych so bad that I just untied. And I was like, cause my goal was Jeez. to flash the route. Sure. And if I'm going to flash it, I don't want to have to deal with dumb shit like that. Right. Um, so I was just like, all right. And then the sweet, sweet, sweet release of watching her not even get through the first bolt was like awesome. So she eventually oh, yeah. tied in like 15 minutes later when her boyfriend was done. When you would have been done. And just got shut yeah. down. Oh, like, I see that shit all the time. Have you seen like people that they'll leave their ropes hanging and they're not climbing it and they're on a different route and you're like, hey, can we climb? Uh, no, my rope's there. I've gotten that. Like my rope's there. Oh, really? And it's like. I'll pull your fucking rope. Oh, I do. I don't even ask. Fuck any. you. I'll yeah. pull it and I'll climb on your rope. And so, but that was, <laughs> Just, a, I've, I've gotten that is like, Hey, whose rope is this? Oh, it's ours. Well, you're on this line. So needless to say, what we're trying to get at people is like, you can't lay claim to a route. Nope. You can't lay claim to it just because your draws on it. You can't lay claim to a crack. I don't you care can't you lay claim people. to a route because your rope's on it. Like you can have a conversation and just say, Hey, I'm going to leave my rope here. Like, I'm going to go in the next, like, 10 minutes. I'll be right back. I got to go take a leak or whatever. Right. Or, or, like, go smoke a cigarette or get high, whatever you want to do. But, like, there are no rules on being yeah. first to a climb, period. If you're not – now, if you spend 20 minutes brushing a whole a route off to climb and then someone's like, hey, can I climb it? They should probably br- – you can't say, no, I just they brushed it. They should probably brush it. Because yeah. that, that I've gotten that. Like, we just brushed it. I'm like, well, when are you going to climb it? Well, I'm I'm wait, I'm cooling down for 20 minutes, and I'm going to get back on it. I'm like, well – Fuck, I'll brush your shit. Yeah, but, but we've been on routes where you, yeah, you brushed funny. up, and they get on it, and they chalk it up, and then they leave it. And it's like – anyways, I, I think we digress. I think – so – we hate a lot of. Sh- I mean, that's half of this podcast is because we just fucking hate shit and want to talk about it. But yeah, um, part but of this. Also, we're trying to bring light to it. Yeah, right? and just it's like let people experience. know this is a thing. So I think part of the issue, do you think, is like you have expectate, like you have what you want out of your climbing experience. Sure. Right. Yeah. And and when you show up and it doesn't line up with that, and for most whether it's my safety or like not being considerate of other people at the end of the day, I think it boils down to just like, you know, you're just general. It's like general selfishness is what it could all boil down to. Like, that's what pisses off at the root. Like you're only thinking about yourself. You're like narcissistic. Right. Yeah. So, and that gets in the way of what you want as Mm -hmm. a separate climber. So what, what do you think? What would you say if I was like, okay, Michael, you have, what is your idea of climbing? Like, what do you want out of rock climbing as a whole? Whether you go to the gym or whether you go to the red or any crag, like, why do you rock climb? What do you want to get out of it? Wow. Okay. So, all right. So why do I rock climb and what do I get out of it? So for me, rock climbing is really simple. And I will be honest, like, it didn't start off this way. My... What I want out of rock climbing and why I rock climb and those things have changed and evolved, which I think is probably a good thing um, from where I started. But for me personally, it's a couple things. One, I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah. Right. Typically, if I go to a cliff and I don't know anybody, these are just people that I haven't become friends with yet. Yeah. But by the time I'm done, I'm going to have a, a bunch of new friends. Nine times out of ten, that's what happens. Right. It's kind of obnoxious. Like, you can't go. If there's other people, you're going to be friends with them. But you're not going to just right. be by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we all have something in common. We're we're all drawn to this for a reason. Second is I want to experience nature. Mm-hmm. I have a job. I have a nine-to-five, a career. It's 
it is so important for me to get outside um, and experience like nature mm-hmm. in general and like go on an adventure. And I know sport climbing typically doesn't feel like an adventure, but for a normal person like myself, like it does feel like an adventure. Like yeah. going to the red feels like an adventure. Going out to Wyoming or going to Greece or wherever I've been is like always feels like an adventure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then second is just being healthy, having something that I can strive and and want to eat better or sleep better or work out and get stronger and just have a healthy outlet in life. I know. Are you saying like climbing as the way to be healthy or climbing as the reason why you need to be healthy? Both. Both. So like, I mean, cause you can't just eat shit nonstop and drink whatever you want and never train and then be good at rock climbing. I mean, you got to take care of yourself. So for me, there's right. So there's two edges. There's two sides to that sword. There's the first side that is okay i want to be healthy enough that i can tie in every day in climb 510 right sure like i want to just be that healthy because i know at some point i'm going to get old enough that i'm not going to be able to push my hardest red point i'm not going to be able to flash my hardest grade or boulder my hardest or whatever so there's that side that's there's that edge of the sword but then there's the other edge of the sword where i want to continually get better and I know that if I'm going to become a technically better rock climber, not necessarily the grades, um, but just tech or feel like I'm technically better at yeah. rock climbing is to push myself and have a reason to push myself. So to not become complacent. Right. Okay. And I, and what drives me in that is the fact that I work in corporate America where I look and I see these people in their 20 years in their career and they're not healthy. They're complacent in the workplace. They don't seem happy. There's all these things Mm. that I think if they just had something that made them excited for the weekend or made them excited to go after work or just made them excited in general and was a driving factor in their life, it would absolutely change their lives. So for me, it's people. It's... um, being outside, experiencing nature, adventuring, and then three, it's it's really just being active. That, to me, and I think, honest to God, if you're not doing it for those reasons, man. Why? Not why, right? Because we're all different. Sure. But if you're not getting that, and I think, dude, I think people kind of fake it to some extent, where they, they want you to believe that that's what they're trying to achieve, or like that's their intention. Sure. But really, they're there for their own selfish gains. But do you think it's important? Because um, obviously, I'm going to have my opinions too. But do you think it's important to have these goals? These uh, maybe they're not goals. I mean, we all have our climbing goals, but like to in your head actually acknowledge what is rock climbing to me. I mean. Because I think a lot of people, they don't even, they just start climbing because it's a thing. You were in college, you just start climbing. It's a thing, I'm bored. And if it's fun enough that there's a natural progression. I think what happens is we all have a different reason for why we started rock climbing. And for some people, it's A, it it came natural, right? Like, holy shit, I'm good at this. This is awesome. B, they received admiration, like... Oh, wow, you're this, so good. You're well, you're awesome. so good, or like, whoa, like I don't know. They just received admiration. I, I like, couldn't do that. That's crazy. Like you rock climb, that's insane type right. of thing. Third, um, they needed they needed friends. They needed a social yeah. environment, a community. I mean, like rock climb was. And don't get me wrong. I skated for I skateboarded for like 14 years. So like that community was super cool. But there was a side of skateboarding that I I didn't really align with in the sense that like just the party aspect of sure. like, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I would hang out with people who did drugs all the time. I was like, the okay. general shit baggery. That right. Is. Like the musician side of things too. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I get so, that. So then there's the community side. Um, and then there's like people who are just like driven by numbers. Like, Oh, I can, re- it's really easy for me to measure my success oh, so in this. Like your milestones are obvious. Like yeah, I they're can very go- obvious. And I have this new, this new thing that I can go out and try to achieve every single day. Um, or it's, it just feels easy for me to get better at. Um, yeah, Tyler's handing me another beer. God yeah. bless it. All right. Um, 
this time we're drinking the uh, Big Hazy IPA. This thing, this, this looks sick. Ooh, let me get mine. I've got the, uh, I've got the Unveiled Brewing Double IPA. We're gonna be fat by the time we're done with these. Yeah, these we talked about like be healthy, don't drink a bunch of beer as we pound beer. Dude, this is totally a hazy IPA. But so I think we all have different reasons and why we get into rock climbing, and hopefully those things evolve into something else at, at some point. But yeah, no, I, I think I just I, I find it interesting because um, I, I you're right, everyone has different reasons, and and, and the don't, sorry, don't give I don't mean to cut you off, but. When I say it in that order, people being outside and being healthy, it is literally in that order. order in, in that order, exactly. So I would agree. I mean, that's why I ask, like, because I think it goes back to if you have these expectations. It's like why we make this podcast. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you go in and I don't want to just sit here and be like, every time I go, to, I know the people that every time they go climbing, they're just looking for things to complain about. Like, I hate this. Look at those people over there. They're assholes. Mm -hmm. This. And I'm like, well, then why are you here, man? Like, you're with your friends. You're outside, and you're being active. You know what it is such a driving force for me is I want to be present when I'm there. I really, I really, really want to be present dude. while I'm outside. Half the reason I like going outside, especially a lot of the areas of the red where you don't have service anymore, because nothing, man, I hate seeing people. They're out there with their friends. Well, dude, don't get me wrong. And I want to, like... Instagram my stuff. Well, yeah, you take your pictures in it. But well, I'm actually, no, I really need service so I can log on to Red River Climbing and so take you can get my your routes. Point. Yeah, you are everything that's wrong with climbers. God dang millennials! God, Even though this started God before the millennials. Um, but yeah, I think any like I said, I just I feel like if you know what you want out of climbing, it's a lot easier to have a killer climbing. Like I go to the Red, it is shitty, rainy. I'm with my buddy. I can't even talk. Yeah, but I get to climb with my friend. Mm hmm. I'm touching real rock for the first time in several months. I get to go and have a heavenly cheeseburger at Rock House and a good old PBR on draft. Dude, they're you know? all out. I know, I, right? I was just there. They're all out of PBR. <sighs> Dude, they need to get their shit together. But, uh, and it was an amazing, like, it was a day trip. It was a great day for no reason. What, I mean, and again, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but it just, it's so nice. And I hope everybody gets to experience this at some point. It's so nice when you can go somewhere. Like, I go to the Red. I go to the Cliff. I see people that I know from all over the world. From, yeah. You know, locals to non-locals or whoever. And it's like one big family. And then I go and I have a burger or I have a pizza at Miguel's. And I see friends that I haven't seen in a while. And it's just, it's so rewarding. And I know that there was a point, just like everybody probably experiences, but there was a point in my life where especially in climbing where I was doing that. I don't want to say like gray chasing because I don't want to say gray chasing is bad. I don't know if gray chasing is bad because like I said, there's two edges to the sword being healthy and being able to climb at a, at a minimum, but then also challenging yourself. I think you should challenge yourself at some, in some regard. You right. Should. And if that means climbing five ten or climbing five fifteen, it's whatever. You would have boat. to argue. It'd be take you a lot of like, you'd have to use a lot of logic to convince me that grade chasing doesn't have negative connotations at least. So me, I think but that's its own. We can have a whole other podcast on. Well, I mean, we could talk about it. I, I don't think grade chasing is a bad thing. If that's your intention, if your intention, but just don't lie about it, you know, like, <laughs> like I only like, care about the next number. So exactly. Or I don't care. Yeah. All I care about is the next number. And you know, all I care about is doing grade chasing for those that might not know. It's your only goal is to climb the harder, a harder grade. So yeah. like, you got a 12 a, you're not going to keep doing 12 a's because now you got to do a 12 B and then you got to do a 12 C sure. and then you got to get to a 13 and then you got to, you mm -hmm. know, so grade chasing, like the mean, the goal is to climb the next grade up and people can, can interpret that as like you're not rock climbing to rock climb. You're not you're doing it because you like rock climbing. You're doing it because you get a satisfaction right. or an admiration for trying for achieving this number grade. But I mean, I, you're right. If that's that is if that's already like, arbitrary. If it's your goal, who cares? Like that's what you yeah, want to do. Who gives a fuck? I don't then, care what you do. Um, Here's my problem, right? Is I think people are selling themselves short. By not getting the full value out of rock climbing. And my buddy John tells me this all the time. He's like, Michael, all you do is fucking sport climb. Every now and then you boulder. 
There is so much more to rock climbing. Then, yeah. Fucking plug a crack with some gear. Sure. Let's do some big walls. We can go sport climbing every now and then. Like, let's climb some high balls. Like, you, I'm like, in a, I would say majority of the climbing community is like scratching the surface of what is rock climbing. Sure. If you look at it at a, at a more grand scheme. So, what I'm trying to articulate is that if your true intention is just singular, it's a number. It's a being outside. It's a one thing, and it's not encompassed by multiple things. Holy shit, man. You are just not getting the most bang right. out of your buck. So it's interesting you say that because, you know, when we talk about, like, what your goals are, like, what I want out of rock climbing, I— Dude, no one asked you. You're right. I'm going to give it Here, to what you. What do you want out of rock climbing? I don't have any strong desire to get into trad and multi-pitch. It's not to say I won't do whatever. Are you, like, why? Why? So, okay, so for me, and we go, we have this conversation all the time, sure. like, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And there is so much sport climbing that I will never be good enough to do. Sure. That for me, like... Amen, man. You'll totally not be good enough to do some of these sport routes. You're right. <laughs> me either. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there is... I'd like to get to a level, and I... You know, I don't have the means to just go and buy a full trad rack. And while I do know people that have it, like that's a whole other side of climbing that I may go if there's a weekend that I can line up and it makes sense. I may go and follow and do some climbing. But for me, it's like I don't even have the time to dedicate to the sport side of things. I don't know that I ever will. I mean, I just don't do it enough. So like why spread it out even further yeah you know and that's again and and i have people like oh but trad's like that's like real rock climbing that's traditional rock climbing i'm like whatever i guess it's cool it's its own thing yeah i know people who only trad i know people only sport and um but for me I, i i actually agree with you like part of it's always community like the things i mean we've you we've heard my stories about like people bumming me out because they're just assholes or whatever like I want to be everyone's friend when I'm at the crag because that's what I'm there to do I'm I'm there to chill with people so I definitely love the community and I love the community of the climbing gym you know it's funny that since a certain other climbing gym opened up in Cincinnati people have come back to Rock Quest we've gotten busier so who's setting at um the other gym do you guys know i know a couple i know no i don't know the names okay i know one of them but do you guys have your same setters yeah we haven't lost any setters okay um but what's interesting is brian doesn't set anymore does he no brian got like a real person job oh wow making money and stuff good for Um, good good for for his wife yeah like yeah definitely um yeah jess could talk to you about that we need we need to get we need to get uh brian back on the podcast yeah He's a good dude. Yeah, I love that dude. His wife's kind of, uh, but uh, he's a good guy. Sorry, Amanda. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, man. Amanda, I actually like you more than Brian, so. I like Brian more. Uh, <laughs> Amanda's mean to me, man. That's fair. I, I get She's kind you're of a, a bully. You're an ass, though. I mean. She's kind of a bully, though. She is. I just can't, you know what they say, if it's hot in the kitchen, get get the fuck out. Yep. Whatever. That's totally how that saying goes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's too hot in the kitchen, then fucking leave. Yeah, she just dishes <laughs> out more than I can chew, I guess. Um. But uh, but no, I think since since Mosaic opened up, oh, dude, you said it. Don't say it. It's like Voldemort. Now people are gonna know what you're talking. Well, about. Rock Quest has gotten busier, and I think. Well, that's just free solo. That has nothing. It's to do free with solo. It. It's it has nothing to do with Mosaic. Um, well, what's interesting is people have come to me and they're like, "Man, we love your community here." Like, really? Because- no one's ever said that to me. That sounds made up. Again, you're. They said your community, or they say your climbing, climbing gym. Like, like what- we love your community. Do they say that, or do they say your climbing gym? Michael, Rock Quest is I just fucking want like twenty three years old. I know it's. I know. Don't it's, get me wrong. I was. I was part of that. that it's whole old. Group. It's not nice and new. Our roof leaks. Well, you guys have nice padded floors. We do That's have padded nice. floors. It's come a long way. It has, but it's it's just a gym. But I mean, we did the barbecue last night. I that think was awesome. people love the community. It's pretty sweet. And so, for me, that's what climbing's always. That's the only constant. When I started in high school, and I never really stopped. It's because I love the people. Yeah. No, I'm not a projector. I'm not a grade chaser. I don't really care about the number. And I tell, like, I'd rather go and I get on one thing, but you get this super awesome climb and I got to belay you on it 
better than if I, you know, like I don't care about well, climbing a hard grade or whatever. I think someone asked me what my favorite climb is or like what do I love most about climbing? And I was, I remember it, I was racking my brain. I was at the cliff when someone was asking me this and they're like sitting there and I was kind of thinking, I'm like, holy shit, like not, not, no route is really sticking out at me. Maybe it's because I climb with the red and they're all the same probably. Left, right, left, right. But um, I just thought and I was like, you know what? My favorite route is anytime I get to belay somebody when they're fucking giving it their all. When they're trying hard. It's cool. Oh my God. It is like, to me, I would be... I would belay more than I would rock climb if I got more experiences like that. Yeah. Of just tying in and, or, I mean, you know, having my climber tie in and just feeling obligated and feeling like a part of something bigger yeah. than Well, it's like, you know, we myself. went to Muir, when we went to the, Gal- or the Great Wall and I got on that 10D and I haven't done a lot of 10Ds at the Red at all. I haven't done a lot of 10Ds in the past few years, period. Yeah. And I got on it and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I'm going to keep, I got to keep climbing. I got to keep going. I got on that other one and you were like, Hey, I know it's a hard move, but like, don't take, just get through it. And I did it. And I was like, yeah. that's awesome. And then seeing my wife climb and she's Dude, your wife was like hella pregnant right now and still climbing. Like Jess is pretty good at rock climbing. <laughs> it's yeah. And, and so for me, I don't care about the grade. Not I that think, you, you should, I mean, people are like you should get back. You know, I took twice. Oh yeah. You could do it without taking Probably, but who cares? I don't want to go back on. You know, sure. or, or maybe I do. I don't care. But I get that people want to get the red point. They want to get the grade. They want to get the tick list. They want to get their points on Red River climbing or whatever, which is great. If that's your thing, that's your thing. I mm-hmm. couldn't care to any less about that shit. I love going out when I can. I love going to the gym when I can. I love climbing with people. And like you, as long as people are like enjoying it, I mean, I don't like going with the people that are like, fuck, I can't get this fucking route. I hate... That's me. Yeah, you're bumming me out. <laughs> but if it's like... I mean, I get like raging on it while you're climbing and then coming down like, yeah, it was a great day of climbing versus... I mean, I know yeah. people that are like, fuck, I got to get back here tomorrow because I, this fucking sucks. I hate this. You know what I'm saying? And that, that bums me out. I yeah. just like being in nature. Sure. I think there's a spiritual side of things about being in nature. I like being with people. And I like the... I mean... It, it is a thing that you can do. I think it's real. This might be weird, but I think because you're never good enough, mm-hmm. yeah. like that's cool to me. Like you are never going to be a good enough rock climber. Yeah. Because great. Now you're climbing five fifteen a now there's a 15 B go do it. Right. There's always someone better than you. There's always another harder climb to do. And so for me, or there's just like a, a style or, or a different style or yeah, you're just like, not good at. great. You're, you're great at bouldering, but you can't sport to save your life. You can't chat or whatever. And so for me, I think that's climbing will never be boring because of that, because yeah. I'm never, I never like, okay, I did rock climbing. No, no, you didn't exactly. go and do more. And that's why I climb. It's just, yeah. you always suck. And that's like freeing. Great. You can keep sucking with everybody else. And we're all here. Trying mm-hmm. hardest, which is why you see someone like get their first five nine, and you are so stoked because or just lead their first route. Yeah, like uh, your buddy Tanner. Yeah, yeah like he fucking was... got up and led, and mm-hmm. it was a five seven or whatever. But he like crushed it on lead, and it was amazing. And other people are like, oh, it's just a five seven. I'm like, no, man. Like this is first route. That's his first lead climb. That's amazing. And so that's that's why that's what I want out of climbing is seeing people try hard and fail together and succeed together. That's why I do it. But I do it for the chicks. Do it for the... Uh, well, there are a lot of chicks. I feel like this whole, like, flashy fox and, like, girls who climb, that shit's working, dude. There's, like... <laughs> we're going to get outnumbered here shortly. Good. It's, it's We're going to start time. being the minority. No, it's cool. I'm totally down, right? I think every man here is probably down. Like, no, I bring mean, it on, girls. screw that. I'm ready for, like, girls, like, climbing harder than dudes do and, like... There's no more first oh, female ascent. That's totally fuck, gonna happen, right? Yeah. Like fuck first female ascent. Like she just was the first one to do it. You yeah, know? that's cool to me. I think I think it's, jeez. Now that Margot's dating Alex Migos, like oh my god, she's gonna put up like, she's gonna do a 15C or something here soon. Um, I'm, yeah, she's gonna get some secrets that we don't know about. I mean, honestly, just climbing with Alex Migos, like you're gonna get better just because like you don't have an option if. If you're gonna hang out with that guy, you have to climb better. <laughs> well, she already climbs five fifteen. Right. Like that's probably why they're dating in the first place. He's and what like, is she? What? How old is she now? 
I don't know. Like 18, 20? 19, or 20? No, maybe. I don't know. Let's Something young, and she's only going to get better. It's stupid, man. Mario. But anyways, not to derail yes. you, you want more women climbing. No, I just, I think it's working. I think there is a ton of women who are climbing now. Oh, she's 21. Sweet. Poor one. Yeah, we'll get her on the podcast. She I'll can have a beer. On. Yeah, she can drink beer with us. How old is Alex Migos? Do you think Mar- Margaret would never be on our podcast? I don't. I don't think we could ever get anyone who's famous in rock climbing on our podcast. Well, Drew Holy Mack has crap, said he dude. would be. We just are never down there. Alex Migo has done fifteen C, nine B plus. Holy crap! He's on site at nine A. I think he was the first person on site nine A. Have you seen that this Instagram dude. Alex Legos? No, it's just like a Lego character. They like <laughs> make a Lego character climb. It's, That's hilarious. I digress. That's pretty sweet. Um, wow. Yeah, if you're a pro rock climber and you're listening and you want to be on our podcast, you're more than welcome. Please, please. Um, I think we might get more listens. People might be more interested. But pretty please. So far, I think we're doing pretty good. I think so. Yeah. It's been fun. What is we've, we've done a few now. We've had a good time with it. It's. I was looking at it like, I think when we hit a year, I'm, I'm not really, I don't really care about how many episodes we've done or like whatever that means. I'm more interested on in how long we've been doing it. I'm here for the long haul. Yeah, right? man. So the fact that something like this can go on for so long, it's I think that's enough for me. That, we're not sick of each other yet. I mean, I'm definitely sick of you. I just have all the equipment. Yeah, you just have all the gear. <laughs> I just can't, I mean, I gotta come. I'm I'm being held hostage for the that's most fair. part. So what? What we're trying to say, people, is if you have a reason to be rock climbing. Maybe have some introspective conversations with yourself and try to identify why it is you're doing it. Sure. I think there are people who are going to be a lifer, right? I mean, that's something that was tossed around to around me when I first started rock climbing. Because I think when I first started rock climbing, I started in college. I was on like the college outdoor pursuits team or whatever. Yeah, whatever that is. And what we would do is we'd have a lead night, one night out of the week that you could lead climb at the college. But the only way you could lead climb is if you flashed all the 510s in the gym and then every night of lead night, they would set a new 510 that you'd have to flash. If you didn't flash it, you couldn't take your lead test to get lead certified or like the class or whatever. Right, whatever it was. And you could pass it and they could still tell you no. Yeah. Like you didn't you were sketchy, you know, you you struggled too hard. Like you're you're not confident in your ability to climb. So I was mentored super heavy. Like I didn't get the lead climb outside. I didn't get the lead climb in general indoors for like over a year of rock Same, climbing. Yeah. Because it was just we're not gonna let you do this because this is not the most important thing for you. Right. It's learning how to rock climb. Learn how to climb. It's, and really what it was is I had people who were investing in me who wanted to make sure that I was going to do this for the long haul. Like that yeah. I got the program and that I wasn't going to just, you know, take up a lot of their time, take up their resources, take up whatever they had to give me and just go on my own separate way. So I think there's like, and I, maybe that comes down to part of the entitlement so the people who <laughs> who feel entitled in rock climbing, like people who have been doing it for a long time, people who consider themselves lifers, when you get upset with a new climber or you get upset with somebody, you typically, I think subconsciously, are aware that this person is not going to stay around. It, so really, that's... Yeah. So you're saying like when you go to the, the, the shit that pisses you off or whatever, more often than not, it's there's an element of like, you're not like a lifer. You're not like doing this because you're into the sport of rock. Like it's a lifestyle where you're doing this because it's the sexy thing to do right now. And you're going to leave it later. Yeah, maybe. Huh? I think there's probably some I think, truth to no, that. I, 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 I think there's an interesting perspective. It's like you said, I, it's like being a local. Oh, I'm a local. I live here. This right. is my crag. You know, even though I drive two hours away. Right. But, like, who are you? You're from fucking Colorado? Well, guess what, fucker? We're in Kentucky. Like, you know. This ain't Boulder. Yeah, like, you know, I'm a lifer. This is where I'm from. This is what I do. Like, who the fuck are you type of mentality? And I think that just comes from that thought process of, like. Interesting. 
Yeah, that's like, that's how I've always internalized it. But then I think, you know, I, I'm going to have to think on that because I, I, I'm, I'm prone to agree. But again, I think at the end of the day, if you have set up your own expectations for things, you may can take a second because no one wants to just be pissed off the whole time. You may be able to say like, okay, this pisses me off. Oh, wait, I was a college kid once. Oh, wait, I did this because there were hot girls once. Oh, wait, and I stuck around and I'm still here. And, you know, I guess to say, I don't know, to, to boil it all down into a thing. Well, like, so what, I mean, so you talked a little bit about, we talked about music. Yeah. At the crack. Music we talked pisses about, me off. We talked about, I mean, I don't care if you smoke cigarettes. I don't see it enough for it to bother me. Right. When I do see it, I'm like, wait, what year am I in? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think stick clipping, dude, don't be a dumbass. This stick clip. Like, I don't care. Shit happens. I don't want to carry your ass out of the crag. Stick clip at the crag. Right. Um, and if you don't have one or just ask oh, somebody. You know what I didn't say? Fucking dogs off leashes. Oh, dude, dogs can be such a pain in the ass. Like, first of all, there are places that don't allow dogs, then don't fucking bring a dog there. But more importantly, I hate this, oh, he's really friendly. I'm like, yeah, he's really friendly and jumping on me while I'm trying to belay. Like, if there are dogs allowed, fucking keep him on a leash. Well, so that's that's the thing, right? I had this conversation the other day with a buddy. We were climbing at the Chocolate Factory, and we were doing a route called Scorch Dropper fucking five stars this route is phenomenal it's 11c it's up tucked up on this like ledge you're kind of like you can't the rest of the world is not around you type of thing right right? it's like a nook and we're sitting there climbing and there's this and it the only thing wrong with this climb is it's right next to two five star tens so it gets a lot of traffic sure And they're Oompa Loompa. And there's typically, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's typically like 15 people trying to climb these routes. So my buddy and I are. are, You've told me to get on this route. This, dude, this route, this route's fucking five stars. This route's so good. (laughs) Like, it's so good. Not even just for the grade. Like, it's just so good. Great route. But we're climbing. There's a party of like 15. And these people have a bunch of dogs. They have like five dogs. And that's fine. Whatever. Live your dreams. It's puppy daycare. I don't care. Right? But what they do is they fucking tie their dogs up to a tree that's like 15, 30 feet away from them. And they're climbing and their dogs are just losing their minds. Right. Because right? they're like, oh, I don't want to be over here. At that point, you at, you as an owner have to make the realization of like, okay, my dog is not a good crag dog. Yep. There is no difference from you leaving your dog in a cage all day at home. And leashing it to a tree or le- all day. Like, yeah, tethering it to a tree for eight hours out of the day so you can go yep. rock climbing. You're the, not yeah. only being selfish, but you're being inconsiderate to Well, because now, like, else. you can't really communicate with your climber because you're right, right, right. And you're like, take, Well, it's wait, just wait, annoying. Just... I don't really care. I don't need to talk to my climber. Like, <laughs> But you're right. It's, and like, again, I'm they're a good great. Player. I've seen, like, great crag dogs, man. They're just there. Oh, they're, my God. They're awesome. When they're, they come, they're, or, like, even good crag kids. Yeah, I love, yeah. And they're just chilling. You're like, this kid is sick. If it's I, have, like when if we, I when have a kid, we I want him to be like Solo Collector. Did you see those kids? He was just like fucking reading a book, chilling. Oh my gosh! Like God way to go, him. man! You're you're chilling, and so yeah. I love that. Like bring your dog, and he's hanging. But the whole like, oh my dog's friendly. That's the problem. Is he wants to be around a lot yeah. of people, and I'm not here to entertain a dog. There should be like a, I don't know, like a a test. A no, not dog a test. test. Well, like whatever test. But I wonder what which breeds are best for being crack dogs. I have one that I think is really good. Australian Shepherds. You think Australians? Yeah. They're super loyal. They're First off, they're adorable. Maybe I just like them because they're cute. But they're super loyal. They don't bark a lot. They typically kind of like nestle. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But from all the Australian Shepherds I've met, they've been pretty chill. All the... All of my favorite crag dogs have been like that grandpa dog that's just like like a golden retriever. Yeah, like they're just they're old, they're chilling. Yeah, like, like oh, why do we hike out here? Like if you want to pet me, you can come pet me, but I'm not gonna come yeah. to you. Like I'm just chilling. That's a crag dog to me. Like you're so the, that's what gets your gears going. Yeah, I think so. I think I like I just like I like a good old grandpa dog. You know, some like tongue hanging out, just like I'm chilling, hanging out, having a good day. But uh, anyways, we could we could talk about dogs. On another, another podcast. on another podcast, I think we've <laughs> talked about dogs before. So probably, we should probably. Anyways, not. I guess whatever. Just to 
summarize that. What do we talked about today? So first things first, right? We talked about kind of the things that bother us when we go rock climbing. Um, it's just people who are maybe not so considerate of their environment. If it's the dog, if it's, you know, smoking, if it's drinking beer, if bringing it's 40 people, bringing a hundred people, for me, not doing your due diligence and at least learning about right. the sport and killing yeah. yourself. So just being considerate of others, right? We've talked about this all the time, but then I think second was probably a much bigger issue or not issue, but construct was what does rock climbing mean to you? Yeah. And is that. Is that important if people feel the same way, right? So, like, sure. other people aren't wrong because of the way they interpret rock climbing or what they get out of rock climbing. We all interpret it differently. Um, but just if you're true with yourself and you're getting a, a better grasp of what you get out of rock climbing, I think you're going to have a lot more fun. Well, and if you can manage your expectations, I I mean, we talk – it seems like everything comes back to managing expectations. but For if, you. For me. Well, you're right. But yeah, I think I agree. If, if, if you can, if you know what you want out of it, it's easier to have a good time with it. And at the end of the day, I say this to people in my class, if it stops being fun, stop rock climbing. Like there's no reason Yeah. there's two, <laughs> we, we could do with less people at the crag anyways, but, um, yeah, I mean like have fun with it. And if it's not fun, then pick us, pick something that is, I think life's too short to just hate what you do. So if you're a grade chaser, great. Go to the if or what's it? Uh, if you're Red River climbing, where you got to get the points or whatever, yeah. Then go to the crags where there aren't going to be a shit ton of people, so you can climb a lot. If you don't want to be around people, don't. If you if you just want to be around your friends, and that's fine too. But manage your expectations. So I think it would. So, I I just don't believe in like going taking all the time to go down to the red or go to Kalimnos or go to Wyoming or wherever you go. Plan a climbing trip. Yeah. Just for it to suck. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like that, definitely. that just sounds shitty to me. So know what you want out of it. And when you get there, that's your goal. Like, yeah, that's all I care about. Anyways, well, thanks for getting back, man. <laughs> Let's not wait. However many months, how long has it been? Well, yeah, regardless, we did record more podcasts, but they just didn't, they didn't meet our expectations. Some of them were pretty bad. <laughs> Some of them were pretty fucking bad. This one might be pretty bad too. We'll nah, I at out. least had fun with this, but all right. Well, thank you everybody. And I hope you guys enjoyed. See you next time.